Coming up on 5-Minute News. Republicans win narrow House majority as count concludes. Same-sex marriage bill clears Senate vote. And NATO agrees missile strike wasn't an attack by Russia. It's Thursday, November 17. I'm Anthony Davis. The GOP won control of the U.S. House on Wednesday, returning the party to power in Washington and giving conservatives leverage to blunt President Joe Biden's agenda and spur a flurry of investigations. But a threadbare majority will pose immediate challenges for Republican leaders and complicate the party's ability to govern. More than a week after Election Day, Republicans secured the 218th seat needed to flip the House from Democrat control. The full scope of the party's majority may not be clear for several more days or weeks, as votes in competitive races are still being counted. But they are now on track to cobble together what could be the party's narrowest majority of the 21st century, rivaling 2001, when Republicans had just a nine-seat majority, 221 to 212, with two independents. That's far short of the sweeping victory the GOP predicted going into this year's midterm elections. Instead, Democrats showed surprising resilience, holding on to moderate suburban districts from Virginia to Minnesota and Kansas. The results could complicate House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy's plans to become Speaker, as some Republican members have questioned whether to back him or impose conditions for their support. McCarthy celebrated his party having officially flipped the House on Twitter on Wednesday night. President Joe Biden congratulated McCarthy, saying he is ready to work with House Republicans to deliver results for working families. He added that the future is too promising to be trapped in political warfare. Legislation to protect same-sex and interracial marriage crossed a major Senate hurdle on Wednesday, putting Congress on track to take the historic step of ensuring that such unions are enshrined in federal law. Twelve Republicans voted with all Democrats to move forward on the legislation, meaning a final vote could come as soon as this week or later this month. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the bill ensuring the unions are legally recognised under the law is chance for the Senate to live up to its highest ideals and protect marriage equality for all people. It will make our country a better, fairer place to live, Schumer said, noting that his own daughter and her wife are expecting a baby next year. Senate Democrats are quickly moving to pass the bill whilst the party still has control of the House. Love is love, and Americans should have the right to marry the person they love, President Joe Biden said. The bill has gained steady momentum since the Supreme Court's June decision that overturned Roe v. Wade and the federal right to an abortion. An opinion at the time from Justice Clarence Thomas suggested that an earlier High Court decision protecting same-sex marriage could also come under threat. Still, many Republicans in Congress have been reluctant to support the legislation, with many saying it was unnecessary while the marriages are still protected by the courts. Democrats delayed consideration until after the midterm elections, hoping that would relieve political pressure on some GOP senators 
who might be wavering. NATO member Poland and the head of the military alliance both said on Wednesday that a military strike in Polish farmland that killed two people appeared to be unintentional and was probably launched by air defences in neighbouring Ukraine. Russia had been bombarding Ukraine at the time in an attack that savaged its power grid. Ukraine's defence was launching their missiles in various directions, and it's highly probable that one of these missiles unfortunately fell on Polish territory, said Polish President Duda. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, to suggest it was an intentional attack on Poland. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg, at a meeting of the 30-nation military alliance in Brussels, echoed the preliminary Polish findings. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, however, disputed them and asked for further investigation. The assessments of Tuesday's deadly missile landing appeared to dial back the likelihood of the strike triggering another major escalation in the nearly nine-month-old Russian invasion of Ukraine. If Russia had targeted Poland, that could have risked drawing NATO into the conflict. Still, Stoltenberg and others laid overall but not specific blame on Russian President Vladimir Putin's war. This is not Ukraine's fault. Russia bears ultimate responsibility, Stoltenberg said. A Russian Defence Ministry spokesman in Moscow said no Russian strike on Tuesday was closer than 22 miles from the Ukraine-Poland border. The Kremlin denounced Poland and other countries' initial response and, in rare praise for a US leader, hailed Joe Biden's restrained, much more professional reaction. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.